So guys, this episode is just ridiculous. So crazy. It's just, I can't even believe it. Episode 7. What? I can't believe it, girl. We made it to episode 7. We did it. We did it. This episode is called The Bed and Breakfast Nightmare. Ugh, never going to a bed and breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Not in Kansas. No, stay away from Kansas. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the case of the Bender family murders. The Bloody Blenders is what they're um, famously known as. Where a group of individuals <laughs> that posed as a family who were suppo- who supposedly migrated from Germany to Kansas and murdered a shitload of people. That's an understatement. Yeah, they were, they were <laughs> pretty crazy. So the research I did, a lot of research have been done on this family. Like there's been movies made, a lot of podcasts mm-hmm. have covered it. So I tried to gather as much accurate information I could, but I mean, if these people were never found, what makes you think we could find accurate information on them? So everything I gathered, I kind of just tried to put together and figure it out um, for this episode. Yeah, they're very mysterious uh, family, they if are. we could call them a family. I, I actually think it was some supernatural like always some supernatural shit going on because this took place in the late 1800s um and it was basically a wild wild west like free for all like take what you can once the Mm -hmm. settlers came here kind of uh tried to move the native americans out of their own territory Mm -hmm. so and, like, the government was just giving land away. Yeah. Like, it was just... They were like, please move west. We will pay you to move west. Right. Like, that's how desperate they were. Exactly. No background checks to make sure that these, I mean, they didn't have background checks back then. But <laughs> just imagine, since they didn't have that, how many crazy-ass people settled and were, like, just doing all types of criminal things you know it's it's scary that's a time I would not want to be like to live in that's just it's insane at least in the west yeah the the east was all like built up had structure no 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 we'll we'll get into some cases during that time (laughs) in the 1800s well it had more structure than the west girl really (laughs) all that we'll get it Girl, it's so much. It it appeared to have more of a structure. Yes, appeared. People were a little more settled and and not as crazy. But it's some crazy stories in the 1800s that took place right here in New York. Mm-hmm. And yeah, crazy people. So again, it was speculated that they weren't blood related but then the more digging I did it said that they were related it's just a big mix up and just gross the the whole dynamic is just very strange so the benders were believed to be German immigrants however only the male benders were born overseas 
and they were not actually the Bender family. Pa Bender was from either Germany or Holland and was born as John Licklinger. Ma Bender was born Elmira Mai and she was born in Adirondack Mountains and had married George Griffith, with whom she had 12 children. She was busy. But Candace, where the fuck are those 12 children with this psycho hat? Ma allegedly married several times. Each time she became a widow after her husband mysteriously died. Get this, from head injuries. (laughs) No one noticed that she was married several times and everyone died of head injuries. Exactly. Let's just say she was a super widow slash husband killer super duper kate was the fifth child of ma bender and was born as eliza griffith now this is where it gets complicated and weird following her marriage kate went by the name of sarah eliza davis okay Mm -hmm. john jr was born John Galbraherd. No one really knew the relations between Kate and John. There had been much speculation around town that they were brother and sister. The two were known to have had more intimate relations, a more intimate relationship, and some people said that they claimed to be husband and wife. Now, let me just backtrack. Basically, Kate and John Jr. were supposedly brother and sister, so daughter and son of Ma Bender, right? Mm -hmm. But it doesn't say if she had them by Pa Bender. It's just weird. So, yes. Either yeah. they may be related to Ma Bender, but I don't know if they're related to Pa Bender. But then I read somewhere that, like I said previously, that the men weren't from the U.S. So I don't get confused by this. I'm trying to, like, break it down because like, it's so, complicated. Like, John Jr. may not be related to anybody. Exactly. And Which... It could be that Pa Bender was like a Charles Manson and like these are his followers. Right. Or And they were a family. Or a Ma Bender could be Or Ma Bender, yeah, could be the Charles Manson in this. Because clearly she already has a a, a record yeah. of yeah. killing her husband. So. An expansive record. Yeah. They owned a small general store and an end in Osag Township. Labette, Kansas, from 1872 to 83. Their house was connected to the store, and within their home, they also ran a bed and breakfast called the Wayside Inn. It wasn't mm-hmm. the most pleasant nor glamorous looking bed and breakfast either. It actually looked like something out of the hills have eyes or the wrong turn. If you get my drift, this place looks like a shack. <laughs> you know, the first kind of place I would want to rest my head after a long journey. Right. <laughs> a little background history on how this crazy ass family settled in the U.S. Oh, do you hear that thunder? No. It's like thunder. After the Civil War, the United States government pushed the natives, the Osage, Osagag tribe that owned the land from 
Lebec County to a new Native territory located in what is present-day known as Oklahoma. Once this land was emptied out, it was up for grabs to homesteaders and just a little history brief, sometimes credited with settling homesteaders were considered people who took advantage of the Homestead Act in 1862. And that was based, so basically you could come and just take up land. And I think it was like, if you stayed for at least a year, that you could own the land for free. I mean, I would take advantage too. Yeah. So they, a lot of people took advantage of that when they came up from Europe. And October of 1870, five families of spiritualists settled in the western Labette County. One of those families was John Bender Sir and John Bender Jr., who registered 160 acres of land located adjacent to the Great Osage Trail, which was then the only open road for traveling further west. On their land, they built the they built the cabin, made the front end of it the general store, and the back end of it, they made the end the bed of breakfast. And Ma and Kate Bender, the mother and daughter, also planted two acres of vegetables, which was a vegetable garden and apple tree orchard north of the cabin. John Bender Jr., or Sir, who was known as Pa, was around 60 years old and spoke very little English. And when he did speak, it was broken English, and most of the time, no one could understand what he was saying. Ma Bender, who Candace is going to go in detail about her, also allegedly not being able to speak very good English, was 42 years old, and she wasn't the most pleasant woman to be around. The neighbors named her the She-Devil because she was mean to them. Uh, Shortly before the Benders fled, it was discovered that Ma spoke fluent English, so she was faking the whole time. John Bender Jr. was around 25 years old. He was very handsome with dark, dark features and spoke English fluently with a bit of a German accent. John was known for being a bit awkward, laughing for long periods of time, (laughs) which made people a little uncomfortable around him. So he adopted the name Halfwit from people around town. And Kate Bender, who was around 23, was well-read and she was an attractive young woman. She spoke fluent English with very little accent. She was also a self-proclaimed healer and psychic. She More like a dark witch. Right. She <laughs> would pass out flyers. She conducted seances and also gave lectures on spiritualism, for which she gained notoriety for advocating free love. So she was a bit of a little hippie. Kate pop- Kate's popularity became... A large attraction for the Benders Inn, so their bed and breakfast became famous. Although the elder Benders kept to themselves, Kate and her brother regularly attended Sunday school in nearby Harmony Grove. Little did they know 
Little did they know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, now the thunder and lightning has come to Queens. Really? (laughs) That is so weird. Uh Uh-oh, I think we might have another uh, aftermath (laughs) encounter. So the Bender family, <laughs> we already talked about how Ma Bender was suspected of killing seven of her husbands. Right. Right. Um, it turns out after everything was said and done that the family altogether murdered way more than 20 people in that short period of time that they were there. Yeah. So people knew that, well authorities knew that people were going missing but because of the times no one looked into it because again it was the wild wild west Mm -hmm. that name was so appropriate for this time because no one followed up on anything wow yeah it's crazy how much they got away with in like literally just it was just a couple years that they were there yeah that's insane so when they opened up their store, many travelers would stop for a meal or supplies. However, some of those men who frequently carried large sums of cash with the intention of selling, selling, buying stock, or purchasing a claim began to go missing. When friends and family began to look for them, they could trace them as far as the Big Hill County of which was southeast of Kansas, before they could find no trace of the lost traveler. Because once you get to a certain point, um, it becomes wilderness, right? Because I I think California wasn't even touched yet, or it was like just newly settled. Yeah. Like they were still dealing with, well, I hate to say dealing with, but they were they were pushing um, the Native Americans off their land still. Yeah. Like, this is height of that whole thing. That's insane. Could you imagine how... It's just so scary. So you had the Native Americans that they they basically had to, to move, give up their land. They were also still killing off Native Americans and trying to make them convert into Christianity. Which is horrible. Horrible. And then... And then you had these crooks moving in and taking up. Yeah. I mean, this is just the surface that we're touching as far as, like, this family. I'm sure that there's so many people that were getting away with just killing nothing. Like, nothing, just doing it for pure fun. Because what Candace is about to get into, they were killing people. And, yeah, they would take whatever money these people, these travelers that were, you know, going through passing through Kansas to get to wherever they were going through their bed and breakfast they were robbing them but they didn't receive that much money from these people they were no. they were killing because they were flushing the yeah this was all for pleasure and I like to think it was human sacrifice I think so too I think it was some <laughs> some supernatural shit going on with them and yeah. I mean, who's to say that they weren't some type of, like, lizard people or um, yeah. shapeshifters Bo- or body something? Body snatchers. Yeah, because I just feel like pure evil. Evil. Yeah, this this is, like, the first, I feel like, the first killing story 
murder story we've talked about where there is not that much information about these people. There's no like background, real background story. We don't know where they came from, how they're related to each other, where they found each other, like why they did what they did, right. and then where did they go? So, so yeah. Woo! Oh my god, it? I heard that. It's yes. loud. It's so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they're not, that uh, they're not happy with us talking about this. I know. I'm surprised <laughs> that uh, Louie and Gucci aren't like freaking out, barking outside the closet. <gasps> oh my God, goodness! It's, it's so loud over here. It's a. I didn't realize it was gonna storm like this. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's keep going. Yes. These first few missing travelers did not raise an overall alarm in the area, as it was not uncommon during those days for men to simply continue their journey westward. Mm-hmm. So like that's that's why a lot of people got away with what they did because people were just constantly moving. Yeah. You know? And if someone disappeared, I'm sure they just blamed the Native Americans for killing them, you know? Fucking asshole. Yeah. So as more time passed, the dis- disappearances become became more frequent and by the spring of 1873, the region had become strife with rumors and travelers began to avoid the trail. Wow. When neighboring communities started to make slanderous insinuations. There you go. <laughs> it's okay, girl. It's been a long week. <laughs> oh, my God. The Osage Township called a meeting held at Harmony Grove Schoolhouse in March to see what, if anything, could be done about 75 people attended the gathering, including both of the Bender men. (laughs) (laughs) The discussion began regarding the 10 people who were reported missing. So, so far, they already know that there's 10 people. Including a well-known independence physician named Dr. William H. York. So, this is the guy that basically triggered the investigation because he was well-known, he was established, he was a professional. He wasn't someone like a homesteader or cowboy Mm -hmm. or like an animal trader. Like this was a physician and he was Mm well-known. So this is why people started to take notice and then started to realize when people went to this township that they went missing mm-hmm. with the full realization that there's truly was a ma- that this was truly a major problem in their township the group decided to search every farmstead between Big Hill Creek and Drum Creek when most of the attendees volunteered to have their premises searched the benders remained silent which I feel like they should have said something if I was trying to hide you don't you don't all of a sudden become quiet you have to go along (laughs) yeah if i if i was a murderer hiding people dead bodies like i would be like yeah sure like search my farmstead but then i would like run home and stay up all night and try to move all the bodies right (laughs) (laughs) trying to trying to think as a serial killer here (laughs) we would be smart serial killers um yeah, <laughs> that's not a good thing. Maybe we shouldn't admit that. <laughs> so, sometime later, Billy Toll, a neighbor of the Benders. <laughs> I don't know why his name is funny. No one's named these names anymore. <laughs> Billy Toll. Like, 
That's something out of like a Huckleberry Finn Finn novel. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to whoever has the name Billy. Nothing wrong with that name. It's just that name in the story is funny. I, I think I think it's a cute name. It is. It is very cute. Uh, to all the cute so- Billies out there. <laughs> So he noticed that the Bender Inn was abandoned and the farm animals were unfed. So he he called, like, this is weird. He was like, let's go and look. And so they, they built a search party, mm-hmm. which included the doctor's brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His name was Colonel A.M. York of Fort Scott. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> when the men arrived... At the property, the cabin was empty of food, clothing, and personal possessions. They bounced. Oh, my God. They completely deserted the place. And all that was left behind was a terrible smell (gasps) and a nailed-shut trap door in the floor of the cabin. No, that's so gross. Yeah, so here's when all the dirty secrets come filling. Pouring out. The closet is open. The closet is kicked wide open. All the ghosts coming out of the closet. Yep. So they opened up the trap door. It was filled with clotted blood. And oh that, my God. that was causing the terrible odor. <gasps> yes. However, there were no bodies found in the hole. So this is where I think it's funny. So the men physically moved the entire cabin to the side. So this is how houses were built. They were Wait, really, what? <laughs> yeah, they were built like on top of the ground. And if you have enough guys, you could lift the houses and move them. Wow. So I was thinking like if there was a big storm, did houses just topple over? Probably. That's crazy. But anyway, that's the side thing. That's crazy. Yeah. So they so they moved the cabin aside. <laughs> But no bodies were found underneath the house either. So then they started digging around the cabin, especially in the area the benders had utilized as the vegetable garden and orchid. Oh my god. Yes. Yes. <laughs> At the sight of a, of a freshly stirred depression in the earth, they found the first body. Buried head downward with his feet scarcely covered. So they didn't even bother to like cover him up that well. Wow. And they found the body of Dr. William H. York. And his skull was bludgeoned and his throat cut from ear to ear. The digging continued the next day and they found nine other bodies. Mm. And get this, numerous, a lot of dismembered body parts (gasps) were found. In a well, what? In- including a woman and a little girl. Oh my god! Yeah, they were definitely doing some like satanic shit there. Yeah, because first of all, the amount of murders they did, mm-hmm. and the fact that like they were chopping them up, and like for no reason, like not when you read about them, they what like what you said, they did not carry a lot of money, so. Not everyone had a lot of money, so there's no reason to kill with that. Like, there's there has to be like some crazy shit going on, yeah. In the, like that we don't know about that hasn't been written about. Right. That is so disturbing. 
and I mean, just I feel so bad for those those families, like those transient people, just coming through Kansas to get to wherever they needed to go, and like just meeting a, a deadly end because of these crazy ass people. And like, and also like they had it in their heads, like because the way that the West was advertised to get people out there was like you're going to strike gold because everyone is finding, supposedly finding gold. Yeah. And you're going to have free land and all this great stuff right. if you go west. But then you get murdered in some crappy bed and breakfast by a crazy fake family. <laughs> if I was a supernatural creature that pulled up a human, I would totally, that would be the perfect time mm-hmm. like the 1800s where you know, the U.S. is being established to come over here and, like, just establish life and, and just be a, a, a animal. Like, you could kill. You can kill as many humans as you want because nobody's going to Yeah. You're never going to get caught. So they named their land, the Bender's Land, the Hell's Half Acre. Oh, my God. Yeah. And... The, the doctor, Dr. York, his brother, who was a lawyer and a state senator, put up a bounty of $1,000 for the, for the vendor's arrest. Mm-hmm. And the governor added by offering a $2,000 a, a reward for the apprehension of all four people in the family. So you better believe everybody was going out because that's three grand. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Yeah. So the word spread fast, including, and like everyone flocked to this cabin Mm -hmm. from New York and Chicago. Mm -hmm. All the reporters came. Um, The Bender cabin was ripped apart by souvenir hunters because people are fucking sick in the head. Like, I don't understand that. What what, what are you going to do with a piece of wood from? People are just silly like what why would you want to take something from such a horrible scene and then then those are the same ones that are shocked that the shit is haunted it's like why would you take something from such a horrible place and expect to or or they would take things right yeah from traumatic places like this and take it back to wherever they live and they would have bad luck like the worst luck like never take souvenirs that aren't being sold somewhere other than a house then yes by all means take those but don't take soil or like a piece of wood or something from Mm -hmm. the house like and expect not for something to attach to it and follow you yeah it it's definitely something you shouldn't be doing some information about the Bender family was brought up and people started to realize they weren't even a true family. Mm-hmm. And then they, with examining all the bodies, they kind of figured out how they did what they did. Mm-hmm. So when the visitors stopped in for a meal, they were seated at the table with their back to a large canvas mm-hmm. that separated the inn from the living quarters. Then Kate would begin to charm the men with her social skills, flirting or revealing her psychic gifts. As the men gave their full attention to the alluring Kate, Pa and Job Bender 
hid behind the canvas and would strike the unsuspecting traveler in the skull with a hammer. Oh my God. Ma Bender and Kate would then rifle the body for money, pushing him through the trap door <gasps> into the hole below the cabin. Oh my God, this sounds like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Right? Where Kate would slit his throat. And then during the night, the body would then be buried in the garden behind the house. Oh so, yeah. That is horrible. So their downfall was the murder of a father and daughter named Launcher and that of Dr. William York, who had come looking for the missing pair. Mm -hmm. So those three people are the reason that flags went up when they went missing. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah, so the story of the launchers, um, they had left Independence for Iowa, Mm -hmm. but were never heard from again. In the spring of 1873, Dr. York took it upon himself to look for them, Mm -hmm. and he stopped at all the homesteads along the trail to ask them questions. Mm -hmm. Though he reached Fort Scott unscathed and started to return to Independence about March 8th, so he was on his way home. Mm, mm, that's horrible. That's, that's when they got him. Wow. Um, and he had family. He had two brothers. And when they when he failed to return home, that's when they started to search for him. What a horrible fate. Right? He was doing a good thing. Um, so, um, actually... The two brothers of the York doctor mm-hmm. um, led 50 men for a search party and questioned every traveler along the trail and stopped at all the homesteads. And one of the places was the Bender Inn. Mm-hmm. The Benders tried to help by admitting that Dr. York had stopped at their place, but convinced the search party that he had left and was probably waylaid by the Indians. See? Fucking assholes. Of course. Assholes. Of Always course blame it on, on the people who don't deserve it. Right. Oh my gosh. So, like, after the meeting at the schoolhouse, that's when the vendors fled. And a few days later, that's when the homestead was found abandoned. Yeah. The diggers were astonished to find what would become known as the, one of America's first mass murder burial grounds Ooh. as body after body was uncovered. Mm-hmm. Ten bodies was found in the vendor's apple orchid, including Dr. York, and the people he had been searching for, Mr. Launcher and his daughter, just seven or eight years old. Wow. So the little girl's body... They said that she had multiple injuries on her body, but none of them was the cause of death. So they tortured her. What? Sick people. Yeah. And so the investigators speculated that she may have been buried alive because there was no kill wound. Damn. That is so... So there's... There's a quote from the newspaper that the little girl was probably eight years of age and had a lot and had long, sunny hair Mm. and some traces of beauty 
on her countess that was not yet entirely disfigured by decay. One arm was broken, the breastbone had been driven in, the right knee was wrenched from its socket, oh my and the leg doubled up under her body. Nothing like this sickened series of crimes had ever been reported in the whole history of the county. That's sick. That is so disturbing. Yep. So they found even more bodies in the garden. So that was the apple orchid. Mm -hmm. Now we're in the garden. Mm -hmm. um, so they found a man named Henry McKenzie mutilated. Three men by the names of Ben Brown, W.F. McCrody, and John Gary as well as an unidentified male and female. Oh John <laughs> Johnny Boyle's body was found in the well with dismembered parts of several other, other victims, but they couldn't identify them because back then they didn't have what we have now. Four other, four other bodies was crushed with, with crushed skulls and slit throats were also found outside the property in Drum Creek and on the surrounding prairie oh my god <laughs> so for and get this so they um killed all those people which they're estimating to be over 20 and not even counting the seven husbands that ma killed mm. so the benders only gained about forty six hundred dollars with all these killings ridiculous Two teams of horses and wagons, a pony and a saddle. Disgusting. And that's it. Disgusting. So it was speculated that the benders killed simply for the bloody thrill of it. They definitely did, which makes you think like the you mentioned that they were the bodies were found in a pit. Um, in a well. In yeah. a well. Which I think is ironic because we're gonna do an episode on like bodies being found in pits and um, throughout history all over the world and yeah I'm, I'll circle back once we, we are actually doing that episode so I don't give too much away but that's so strange and they were never ever found like no never found the word about all this spread so people came forward saying that they escaped nearly escaped them right inc including um a catholic priest mm -hmm. who said he fled after one of the bender men was concealing a large hammer mm -hmm. um, but a search party found that the benders had gone to the town nearby called there mm -hmm. some 12 miles to the north there they purchased tickets on the northbound Leavenworth, Lawrence and Galveston tra train to Humboldt. I don't know where any of these places are. I'm just assuming they're in the middle of nowhere. Oh my gosh. Several days later, the Bender's team and wagon were found a short distance away. The horses nearly starved, so they abandoned everything. Mm -hmm. um, upon further investigation, the train's conductor said John Jr. and Kate disembarked the shunt shant route and took the missouri kansas and texas railroad train south to red river county near denison texas wow wait so is that the last place they were traced um it continues to say the pair fled through a tough outlaw county along the border of texas and new mexico 
Um, and meanwhile, Ma and Pa continued on the train north to Tech, Kansas City, where it was believed they transferred to a train headed to St. Louis. Oh, shit. Um, no one ever collected the rewards for this. And, you know, the rumors flew all over who captured and killed the benders. Right. Um, a vig- vigilante group came forward saying they shot the men and Ma and burned Kate alive because oh they believed she was a witch. Yeah. Another claimed they caught the benders while escaping to the south and lynched them before throwing their bodies into the, the river. Mm-hmm. Yet another group claimed to kill the benders during a gunfight and buried their bodies on the prairie. Very convenient. Right. I mean... Of course, but no one collected that money. There's so many bounty hunters out there that that wanted to get them, but no one could claim the money if they didn't have bodies. So, um, yeah. So yes, no bodies were ever found, and you know, <laughs> this reminds me of the vampire story I yep. talked about in our 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 uh, first episode. Um, so now, for years, there were sightings of Ma Bender and Kate. You know yeah. how it goes. Yeah. Um, they always saw two women somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, they were never found. And just rumors followed them. What an eerie family. I think that there was a lot of supernatural things going on. And some they, they did some really bad things. Like, whenever you hear about them. Um, body parts being dismembered and things like that and you know it's some type of satanic shit going on where you feel like you have to torture them like the money wasn't really a factor so these people are really just sick in the head and just twisted I don't think the human could ever do something like that so that just leads you to wonder what were they and like we said in the vampires episode you gotta think this was the time for them to thrive if you were any type of supernatural creature that Mm -hmm. was to hide behind so much you know what i'm saying yeah um yeah there was no technology like no real technology like we have today where like everyone has a camera now right and and a video camera like handy so if anything anything goes down even if it's horrible people first pull out their phone yeah. and record yeah you can't hide before anymore. they before they even help someone that's what they do first exactly. let me get a picture if, of this they first even help, they won't even help they'll be yeah, i know like, record with their phone so. so like yeah 1800s and even through the 90s yeah. into the early 2000s this exactly. is not like it went on for a long time so yeah so now it's like no hiding but back then or they just have better better ways of hiding now but that is very creepy um and uh if anyone is listening to this do not try and go and see this property that the benders <laughs> if it's still there i didn't on. even uh, check this too um the cabin and the outbuildings of the property were taken apart by the scavengers like the crazy people that just wanted a piece of the house the only thing that remains is the empty hole that was once the cellar oh ew yeah and apparently 
there's a legend that from these depths allegedly came the souls of those murdered on site, wandering about the property making moaning sounds that could be heard by passerbyers. So sad. Of those most recent often reporting seen glowing apparitions on the property were those who came to the site in search of some long lost souvenir of the grizzly murders. Quickly, quickly, the scavengers were frightened away by the dead souls to spread their ghostly tales. So don't go. Yeah. Don't be a creep. Yeah, don't. Yeah. Even though That's we so always, sad. even though we always end the shows as stay creepy, don't be, <laughs> be creepy, but don't be a creep. There's a difference. Yeah. Keep it cute. <laughs> don't, don't do that. <laughs> stay creepy, but be wise. Creepy, wise creepsters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> creepsters. <laughs> creepsters. All right. So that's it for this episode. Until next time. See ya. Bye bye. Please send all listener stories to info at bdumpodcast.com.